What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Welcome back, All the Smoke, season four. We got a good one today, Jack. Yep. One of the best shooters ever to do it, but someone who also doesn't talk that much. That's why it was important for us to grab him. We got a little boat tour. I'm sure you guys will catch the B-roll. We got Rocco in the building trying to find out what's going on over here. Mm-hmm. My man, welcome to the show, Clay Thompson. Clay, we appreciate you. Matty B. Appreciate you, man. You, Jack. Yes, sir. My hey, Clay's got his feet out, too. So you know we about yeah. to get to the shit. That just means he doesn't I'm care. Home, like, man. we're here, no, feet kicked mind. out. We're ready. Um, man, four-time champ, five-time all-star, arguably one of the greatest shooters ever. Um, when you think about where it all started to where it's at now, mm-hmm. what comes to mind? Uh, the first thing is my brothers because without Mikey and Trace I was very blessed to grow up with two brothers we were all close in age within two years of each other and 
the battles we would have playing one on one in anything, whether it's football, baseball, life. basketball, so yeah. yeah, life. First down the stairs, whatever it was. <laughs> that's what really molded me. And uh, you don't want to beat anyone more than your brothers in one on one. So all those competitive games through high school, and then we just loved watching whoever it was the Blazers, the Lakers, Trace Steelers, Mikey's Vikings, and. That's the first thing that really comes to mind is my family. Mm, I love it. Mm-hmm. So what year is this for you? This is year 12 on the year, books. Year 12. Mm-hmm. I, mean, how, I mean, how's life? Uh, you know, obviously yeah. you came back oh, after man. last season. We're going to get to that. You guys won a championship. Now you're heading to the offseason in year yeah. 12. Life couldn't be any better, to be honest, fellas. Like, I'm looking through my fireplace at my boat right now. Mm. It's crazy. God is so good. I'm healthy. I'm going in defending a championship. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think... It, I mean, there's always goals I have and things that could be better, but right now I'm very content and just trying to enjoy every day because this is big blessings. Mm. I mean, the world knows, you know, was it 209, 391 days? How many days was it? 941. I mean, that's 900, 900, edit that out. 941 (laughs) days you were down. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of highs, uh, a lot of lows at that point coming back was obviously a high. What has this past three years kind of taught you? Um, man, don't take anything for granted. Mm. Uh, the bad days, the great days, the game nights, the pregame naps, the travel days to OKC, Indianapolis, especially the dog days, those are better than where you was at. Where I was at, you know, yeah. and because uh, watching is just, there's always, it's just so uncomfortable having to watch, especially your teammates go through their struggles or take L's and you are helpless. You're just watching and you're just like, man, I swear I can do this, this and that. And you know, you won't be a part of that journey that season. That was that was not fun, but it just made me so grateful for having just put my phone away in my locker, not checking it for that four or five hour block and just Locking being a basketball in. player. Like there's not, it's a dream really. It's nothing more I really enjoy, no matter how many, no how, matter how big the boat I get or the big a fish I catch, I don't think there will be anything in life that can replace me just doing what I love, and that's getting buckets. Mm-hmm. Getting buckets. Uh, we voted this year on ESPN. Like, what was our favorite part of the season? And mine was your comeback. And oh, uh, that, no bro. doubt, but your first game, like, yeah. I think you had the world on edge because everyone thinks, you know, Clay's the shooter. You were yeah. turning the corner and trying to dunk it, dunking and getting tough layups. Like, yeah. what was it like that first game back? <sighs> Man, that game was. It's, it's arguably, I mean, for me, it was probably, like, the, my favorite game of my career. Really? I mean, yeah. The first one back. First one back, because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't, right. definitely didn't think I was going to catch two bodies, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, so I, was, I was in Santa Cruz a month earlier, and it was right. tough to get to the cup. I was like, right. yeah, man, I don't remember being this hard. Like, And it was just tough to dunk, you know? Right. I was like, get that momentum. But once you get in front of the crowd like that, the and energy, right. the energy is, First that game. was an out-of-body experience. I couldn't believe I did that. I was like, you just feel the crowd, you feel the oozing and every time you touch the ball. And that was such a like built-up mm-hmm. day, you know? It was two years, I had all my teammates rocking with the number 11. That was a whole day, day after yeah, me, so I was like, I gotta day. live up to the hype. Right. I definitely shot my way out of it. You know, I got up like 18 hey, shots in 17 minutes. Come on, man. Like, you're, a high, you're a hired rifleman. You That's what you're saying? supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Thoughts on that, that, that first dunk? Were you scared in the process? Yeah. Did you even not even think about it? Like, what was Probably that like? I didn't think about it. That was the best, honestly, the best moment of my... Uh, I, that was the best moment I had in a long time. Obviously, winning championships, whatever, all-star right. games, but 
just dunking on two people, I don't, there, there's not a better feeling in basketball than dunking on someone. Yeah. Like, and to do it first came back, Damn. I just, whenever I, whenever, no, when I have a bad day in the gym, I watch that clip. Cause I'm like, okay, <laughs> right, anything is really right. possible. It's gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, your team just got back from Ch uh, Japan. How was that trip? Any, any funny, memorable stories or how was the experience for you guys? Oh, it was amazing. You know how much they love basketball in Asia. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like the world, it's like their sport over there. And I didn't get to play, but I got to do the three-point contest with Steph. And there's a lot of pressure when you're shooting out there, you know? You're mm -hmm. across the world and the Japanese fans, they hear about the Splash Brothers. They expect you to shoot a certain way. And for us to only miss like five shots together, hit the four-pointers, that was fun. That was the That's highlight dope. of my trip because uh, it's just a lot of pressure when you're out there on the island. And, Felt good to do that with Steph and felt good to show the team, like, just the Warriors brand, man. Mm -hmm. Like, being out there and thinking, like, there are so many Warrior unis out here yeah, and crazy, across right? the world. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. this is unbelievable. And that puts everything in perspective. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful for, obviously, everything you guys did. That's how I could actually really, that's how I check who the real Warrior fans are. If you w walked in the arena with the We Believe shirt mm -hmm. on, I'm like, You've been around for a while. Oh, you are a legend. Like, you got a whole nother respect to your family. That's real right there. And they're all, they're old now, too. It's not the nice yeah, nylon, no, I think yeah. it's beat up. Beat up. And Been through the washing Barely machine. got the, the E on it. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of them. They still exist. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Heading into the new season, being defended champs. Um, how do you avoid the championship hangover? Man. You've been in this position yeah. before. Just shoot. Just embracing the fact that it's a marathon, really. Like, if you're already thinking ahead to June, like, oh, we can win number five. Um, you ain't gonna make it. You ain't gonna make it. <laughs> Even though that thoughts crossed my mind a lot because yeah. of, but after like the years we had and the injuries, like anything, and that happens every NBA season mm -hmm. with injuries. Mm -hmm. It's really a war of attrition. So I'm not sure if 73 wins is in the cars. I mean, that's all, that's great, but we got to get there and be healthy when we do get there. And that's mm -hmm. for the playoffs, but just enjoy every single game, really. Like we're going in, the, we get to here again. It's been mm. some years, but when they introduce us, uh, the defending NBA champion, mm. Golden State Warriors, mm -hmm. to hear that during introduction, it's like, okay. Against the Lakers too. show on the road. Yeah, against, against, the Lakers, the Lakers, yeah. against the Lakers too. That's, that's sweet. Tough. I know, <laughs> my dad's going to have to hold, sorry dad, you got to, <laughs> he's always torn because he's right. doing his job, but he's rooting for his son. So yeah, right. it's a good funny. problem to have. Right. Of course, you're, it's always the personal goal to finish the season and go through the season healthy. Mm -hmm. Any other personal goals? I want to be an all-star again. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm used to what I know. And to be able to make those games and be considered one of the best in the world, like, it's, a, no it's the coolest. Feeling. Yeah, no better feeling. And I just want to be able to experience that again. I want to, all NBA is always great, but I don't want to put that pressure on myself. So if I play like I know I'm capable of, I should be an NBA All-Star. And, mm -hmm. and to go through what I did and mm. be able to accomplish that, oh, I, I, that's a crazy. big goal of mine. It's yeah, crazy. that's a big goal of mine. You know, at, you mm. know f f tearing a knee, tearing Achilles, when mm. you came back, what do you feel like was the last thing to get come back for you? Was it lateral? Was oh, it yeah, vertical? it was the Achilles, was man. It? Like, anyone who's done it knows that you might lose a little power, like, taking off. Like, my right foot takeoff, I'm not going to say it's changed, but it's just taken a long time mm. since mm. that happened. Like, or your lateral movement might not, 
my body, my mind would go places and my body wouldn't follow. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't times, there yet. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't there yet, but I when you take two years off, you gotta realize, you gotta oh, give yourself man. room to breathe. And I'm so competitive, I would be hard on myself. Like, mm. God, I used to be able to check this dude and get buckets. And now I'm going one for 12 from three. I'm getting blown by everybody. So there are some dog days, but you just gotta do all the little things too. Like, I gotta eat a crazy diet now, you know, mm. no bread, limited carbs, no red meat. Watch what you drink. It's just the little things when you get mm. to your early 30s with a decade of experience that help me go, get over the top. And shout out to our training staff, man. Like, Yeah, we went there today. That shit was amazing. Amazing. And what they, I was looking at my playoff stats right before the NBA Finals, like after we clinched it. And I'm just like, if you just looked on paper, you would, based off the numbers, you would have never thought I was injured. And mm -hmm. to see that, like it gave me so much motivation to keep going. And I could not get there without Rick and Kyle and Science Dave and Yoder, Danny, Carl. It was Jerry, we spent so many days together, and I would, I'm, you know how we are. We want to hoop mm -hmm. all day, and then have to pull us back. Like you can't do this. Trust mm -hmm. us. We're like I feel great, but I can. I just went out and made 20 out of 21 shots. Like, but that game speed and there's just things you can't simulate. So I really appreciate them for guiding me. You feel like you're 100. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm 100. I don't even think about anything. Anything and. Mm -hmm. God is so good, you know. There's a lot of players though who defied the odds before me. Dominique mm -hmm. Wilkins, KD, Sean Livingston. Yeah, mm -hmm. man, it was so nice having S. Dot around. Yeah, what S. Dot went through to right. come back and win three chips. Mm -hmm. Crazy. He had to. I still still tell S. Dot it's like the greatest mid-range game in his NBA history. Kobe, KD, Mike, and 2015 to 2018 S-Dot. Yeah. That shot was unblockable. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all, all the way up here. Always yeah. up point guards. What? So. Yeah, he was amazing. What you think, in your opinion, what's the, um, how the West look to you right now? Oh, man, I feel like the, the West is stacked again. I don't know. Can't catch a break. <laughs> I mean, Memphis, Phoenix, Nuggets going to be healthier. Mm -hmm. Kawhi and Paul are back. Minnesota's Can't getting count better. On, yeah, stars on every on every team, like mm -hmm. multiple too. So it's great, man. The NBA's in a great place. Like there's the guys have been around forever. Then these young bucks coming up, whether it's Edwards, Moran, or Booker. But then we still got Braun doing his thing and Steph. It's, mm -hmm. it's just really cool because when I I think when I was a rookie and I think about who like this was running the league, it was like Kobe and Tim Duncan, mm -hmm. KG, Crazy, Paul Pierce. Right? Yeah, and I'm like. Bro, I really grew up watching y'all my whole life. Now, it's just weird when it happens to get there. Now, these kids on our team are 19, up, 20. Like, watching yeah, you. we was watching y'all. <laughs> right. Like, Man, it just feels like yesterday. It's crazy. Yeah. It's That's crazy. Nuts. Yeah, time, times. Which uh, young fellas on your team impress you? Oh, man. We... I don't know. It's like our front office doesn't miss. It's crazy. Right. We it's literally crazy. saw it today. You know what I'm saying? Like, they all got something special. They all do things differently. Like, like even Jonathan Kaminga, I haven't seen a 20-year-old jump like him in a long time. Mm. Bro. And it's like quick bounce, like off the rim. And his jumper's nice too. Mo Moody gets in. The, it's funny because you watch Mo and he's like, he, does, he won't like wow you in a workout, but then you throw him in the game and... He, he was hard. 19. Well, he was 19 years old last year, getting playoff buckets, mm -hmm. huge offensive rebound. He does mm -hmm. think you don't expect that from a 19 year old. I didn't know he was that young. Yeah, the way he carries himself, like, yeah. this is crazy. You look like you've been playing this game for 10 years, mm -hmm. yeah. and you can't like. How do you scout that? You know, and obviously, what Jordan Poole's become, like, mm. 
Who would have thought the Splash Brothers would add another have, one? Have a pool party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's got to be destiny. That Fits was perfect. That was the stars aligned for that one. My goodness. Mm. And he plays like Steph too. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Wiggs is 27 now, actually. I think. But Still I'm like, bro, you've been in a, been in here for a minute now. I remember when you were checking Kobe. Now you. I'm so grateful for Andrew, though. Oh my gosh, he makes my job so much easier. I watch him like, bro, I can't believe you have to chase around Donkic and Tatum and Morant all game and then go get us 20. Right. Yeah, I'm exhausted tough. watching you. Like, I mean, you, you do that shit, though, too. Right. Yeah. Right. You do the same thing. A little thing. more sporadically now, yeah. but when I was 27, we was doing the same thing. Wiseman's back finally now. Man, James, you guys, he's looking like a beast, especially in Japan. You see what he did in Japan? He was active. Put, he dunked on Porzingis. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's, he's not easy to dunk on. Yeah. He dunked on, uh, he was dunking everything. Yeah, we got so many. It's crazy. I'm like, how did the Warriors do it? Reload it. They got the. It's crazy how we did it, but I'm excited. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans, to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. 
take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Let's go back to your upbringing. Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Dad, Michael Thompson, was, was an NBA great, two-time uh, champ with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Mom, a college volleyball player. How was it growing up in Portland? Uh, Portland was cool. Portland was it's always going to hold a special place in my heart. Uh, I had a nice life, though, man. My dad was a number one pick. He was a blazer. What is this fool doing? Rocco be on his own time. Sorry. Hey, Rocco, what's happening with your player? Yeah. All right, back to where he was at. Man, I grew up loving the Blazers. I grew up playing three sports. I was very blessed. My, my mom did really all the hard work, though. She had three boys. She would run us around to practice and to tournaments, get our gear right, get our lunches right. My dad didn't do any of the heavy lifting, but he did show me the fundamentals of the game. So mm. thanks, Pops. That carried me a long way. But just being able to go with him to Blazer games and see people how they treated him inspired me because he came from, he's the first born number one pick and the Bahamas back then was such a foreign land. I'm like, man, it's on the other side of the world. My dad came all the way from there to be here and just like a kind of like a, I, I, I knew even when I was younger, I was had to live up to his name because like mm-hmm. uh, just being a national hero in a sense, like mm-hmm. from the islands, barely even played growing up, but was tall and athletic and went to Miami and ended up in Portland. It was crazy, but I'm just grateful for him. I love the Trailblazers. I loved Rashid and Damon, um, Scotty. Mm-hmm. I love those teams. Like they, they were such a pride and joy for the city of Portland. And they really shaped my early basketball memories. I'll never forget when we lost the Lakers. And I was, but I was low key a Laker fan too, but I'll never forget that game seven. That, mm. that killed the city, but mm. we were right there. And that was one of the greatest Blazer teams of all time. I was about man. to say, that was one of the greatest teams never to win it. Right? They, was, they were good. Took them to seven games, too, and was mm-hmm. up. That was fun, though. That was, so, so it was them. I refused to be a Seattle sports fan because we just didn't like each other, you know, Portland and Seattle. I was not <laughs> rocking with the Seahawks or the Mariners. So 
I would I pick the who did I like? I like the Red Sox and the Titans. I love Steve. Mc, I played quarterback growing up. Eric McNair. So Steve McNair and Eddie George, are my favorite players. Mm. And I actually, me and Kevin Love spent so much time playing basketball growing up. But we all knew everyone in the city of Portland knew Kevin was destined. Oh really? For, you saw yeah, it early. He was six, seven, six, eight in eighth grade. When did you guys meet? What age did you guys meet? We played baseball when we were eleven. Mm-hmm. We all knew like Kevin was going. I didn't know that about myself yet, so I hit my growth spurt and kind of got some confidence. But I remember Kevin getting bags of Nikes and <laughs> all these letters. We'd be 13. I'm like, is this how it really is, bro? Right. This is crazy. And then like, I, but you were so I was so naive back then. I didn't really know how the world operated. But I loved my time in Portland as a kid. I I still have every time I go to the Rose Garden, it's special for me just because of. What I got to witness there, man. It will mm. stick with me the rest of my life. That's and dope. I'm very grateful for my father for giving that to us. Three brothers. Mm-hmm. Older brother played college basketball. Younger brother's professional baseball player. Was What was it like growing up in a household? Very competitive, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, it was really competitive. We just, we love sports. We all had our favorite athletes. We cut out our Slam magazines, East Bay, and we would... It was great, though, man. We would play... Front yard baseball, football, games would never end because someone ended up crying and complaining. <laughs> they got cheated or something. Who used to win the most, though, back then? Mikey? Uh, Mike used to win the most. And you say he's two, you guys are all two years apart? Yeah. Okay. Trace was, I never would beat Trace in wiffle ball, but I see why now, because now I'm playing <laughs> right. in the big leagues. I'm like, okay, right. I was never supposed to beat him. Right. But, but man, I'm just so grateful for those two. We, uh, we would butt heads a lot, but you know how it is with, with mm-hmm. your brothers, like, it's just, That's part of growing up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, so we we made each other better. So Mikey's coaching with you now over mm-hmm. Golden State. Your your youngest brother's playing for the Dodgers now. How you know, just when you when you think sit back and look at that, you know, two brothers at the highest level in two yeah. different sports, what's that like? It's surreal, man. It's surreal going to work with Mikey every day. I'm very grateful that the Warriors gave us these opportunities. Uh I love it because the guys love being around Mikey. He's yeah, a great cool addition. Yeah, Mike's cool. I kicked it with Mike more than I used to kick it with Clay yeah. when I played here. Mike was my guy. Oh, uh, yeah. These guys have a great time all up in smoke. Yeah. But Mikey, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Mikey is great. He's a great addition to staff because he played in the NBA for a little bit mm-hmm. and he played overseas. So I was going against him today. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going against Mikey and Press right now. This is great. And he's a big body, 6'6", can shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's good having him around. And to see what Trace went through, to be back on the, in the Dodger blue, killing it. Like, he was in the minors battling back to get a look, and he got another shot, and he just ran with it. Like, mm-hmm. what a career he's had, man. He just, he's not even done yet either. Like, he's 31 and still going. It's just, I'm, I'm excited for his future because he has really proven this year that, like, he is a— Five to a player, mm-hmm. he's, he's killing it out Doing there. It he's like Griffey, like mm-hmm. obviously not exactly like <laughs> Griffey, but that was his idol growing yeah. up. Right? So we could to do see it him all. in center field, he could do it all. He could do it all, man. He could rob home runs. He yeah. could go yards. How steal tall is bases. he? He's six three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if the Dodgers win a ring and the Warriors win a ring and the Thompsons get two? Well, that'd be the. Uh, I'm gonna sell that script one day. At 14, your dad gets traded mm-hmm. to the Lakers. So from Portland to Orange County, yeah. what was that like? He got traded in the broadcast world. Laker, the he stopped doing the color commentating for the Blazers, and then he went down to LA. So we moved. Uh, we moved like a south hour south of LA to in Orange County, and it was a big change at first. 
a lot of things were different in Cali versus Oregon. I'll never forget, we were staying in downtown Sheraton, LA, and I just walked out in the street and I looked up and I'd never seen skyscrapers like that before. I was mm. like, this is unbelievable. I've only seen this in the movies. <laughs> but going to Staples, bro, and with my dad, I was, it was surreal, man. I was like, I get to watch Shaq and Kobe. This is the best time of my life. Mm -hmm. Went to with, with him to Detroit. That was really my best basketball experience, seeing that 04 finals live with my brother. Mm. And this, look at him. He's Come hilarious, on, man, bro. What is wrong with you? Up, rock? No dogs on the couch, Rock. What's up, Rock? Yeah, that rule don't exist around here. <laughs> but, um... God, I'm thankful for my dad. Those are really my best memories, just going with him. He would get there so early, 3 p.m. to call a game, but Kobe would come out in 30 minutes, and we, I would just be, like, locked in, like, I can't believe I get to see this empty arena. So I'd be at the Staples for, like, seven hours, kicking in the family room. Those are really some of the best times of my life. I would see, like, Jack Nicholson or... Mm -hmm. Adam Sandler walked by, mm -hmm. and I would tell my homies at high school, like, man, I get to see all these famous people. The first famous person I ever saw at Staples was Sabrina Teenage Witch. I'd never seen a celebrity yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, I remember her. Oh, yeah. so I was juiced. I was That's like funny. 13. I was like, I think it was at a Clippers game, too. I was like, no way. That's funny. But it was just growing up. I was just feel blessed having that, those experiences. Any I, cool Kobe stories you can remember as a, as a youngster? Um, man, I remember after the 04 Finals, this is when I knew my dad really had the juice. This is when I really knew he played in the league and he did his thing because the Lakers just got beaten five. It's, we're at the, uh, what was that hotel in Birmingham? The Townsend? Oh, yeah. We're still staying, which is crazy. We're in the banquet room or whatever, and I'm sitting at my table with my Uncle John and my dad, and it's just us three eat, eating like soup or whatever. And Kobe comes and sits right next to my dad, just Kobe by himself, nobody else. So I'm like... Of all people you pick to sit with right now, you pick my pops to talk to? This is crazy. And I didn't say it works. I was so starstruck, but I just remember sitting there like, I can't believe this was Froby at the time, too. I was like, I can't Froby. believe. Froby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you're chopping up. My, my dad had hair back then, too. I was like, I can't believe these two are just chopping it up right now. This is crazy. That's dope. I'll never forget that memory. Like, just being there, uh, it was one of the best moments of my life, to be honest, because I was, that. that's all I needed to that like energy being around him is all I needed to like know where I wanted to do with mm. my life. It's like, mm. man, I'm born to do this and my dad did it and... It's only right. Yeah. It's in the cards. Freaking cold, man. We miss him though. Yeah. There's another story I got. We were in China together for the 2013 Global Games and me and Chris DeMarco couldn't sleep so we went up to the weight room and it was just us two. We were like doing dumbbell bench press or whatever and I just feel a tap on my shoulder and I look behind me and I was like, Oh, what's up, man? It was Kobe, and he had his black shades on, his hoodie. And all he said to me was, what's up? He just dabbed me up and went and did his thing. But then I heard him telling that same story in the press a few years later, and like I'm like, I can't believe he remembers. This man's memory is incredible. I can't believe he even remembers that. Mm -hmm. And like just to have that moment with him, like, what a businessman. Like, all he told me was, what's up, and did his thing, and like... Didn't really act like he wanted to see me, but <laughs> I was just there, so he felt like he kind of, kind of like had to say, say something. But I was like, man, I'm doing something right. If I'm in the gym with him, it's just uh, us two. Like, yeah. okay. I'm what doing was it like? Right. What was it like to kind of, you know, be a fan early on and then actually get a chance, you know, to, to play against him? There's not many in the league who you really play against where you're like, wow, I can't. That's why I was asking y'all about Michael Jordan earlier. Mm -hmm. It was like probably watched him your whole life. And you finally get to step on the court with them. You're like, this is crazy, man. You're like a, you're like a god to all of us. You know, mm -hmm. that's how I felt every time with Kobe. It's like, 
I can't believe I'm watching, man. I'm, I, I know everything about your career. I remember when you won the dunk contest with Between the Legs, when you made the first All-Star game in 98 with Eddie Jones and them, like everything. And then like to be there, it's like, you don't want to be a fanboy, but you really are deep down. You're just mm-hmm. like, this is... Got to snap out of um, that because he's yeah. trying to kill you. Ain't nothing wrong he did. With he it, was yeah. killing me though. He had, a, especially <laughs> before he tore his Achilles. Oh, he was he was so t- he was so strong, and I was young, and he would just. But I, I never backed down. I always loved because mm-hmm. he's like, man, you're really my idol. I'm gonna test myself today. Oh. Mm-hmm. There's only a few like, yeah, he was the only one who really brought that out of me. I'm, Draymond told a similar story where he's like, I stopped shooting pregame because I was just. I even had Kobe Bryant courtside '98 on N64, so it's like <laughs> all that, all those emotions come back, bro. You're like. Yeah, this is great. And all your dope. homies back home are like, man, you got, he just gave you buckets. That was amazing to watch. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right there. How you ended up at Washington State? Cool, man. I wanted to go. Oh, man, that's why I, why I love being a Cougar because being in SoCal, I wanted to go UCLA. You know, it's, they got the banners, Kareem. Mm-hmm. You know how it is, that mm-hmm. baby blue. Grow up in Cali, there's no, it's like, that's like a legendary place to be didn't work out. I want to go to USC. I said no either. Like nah, we, sh- we don't got re- we got time for it's y'all. It's crazy to hear this shit. Though, and then yeah. even Cal didn't have. I'm not sure if I didn't have the grades for Stanford. I'm like I don't know how well I'll do there. Even Oregon, I was like, man, I can go back to Oregon. That's where I grew up. They're like, nah, Oregon's no. What you dumb? No. I wanted to play in the Pac-10 so bad, but then Tony Bennett came calling. And Wazoo came off a great year. They made the tourney. I went up and visited, and to see those players get the love from the city, I was like, wow, y- y'all are really celebrities up here. And uh, the coach t- was amazing, too, at the time, Tony Bennett. I would just shoot with him, and he played in the league. I was like, you really made the league, bro? You're a 5'11 little white guy, and you can get to the league, and <laughs> you promise I can get there? Like, oh, oh I'm, I'm here. I'm starting as a freshman. And Tony had an incredible jump shot, and I saw him shoot, and I was like, I can learn from him. Like, you know a lot of coaches, especially mm-hmm. the collegiate level. Mm-hmm. You ask them to go out there and do something, like, Mm-mm. they might snap something, right. you know? Mm-hmm. He's fresh out the league like eight years ago, and he can mm-hmm. still shoot. And seeing that at 18, I was like, yeah, this is where I need to be. I just wanted to play. The, and I wanted to stick it to the other schools who didn't recruit me at mm-hmm. the time. So I was like, I'll go anywhere. I'll go to Pullman. Like, mm-hmm. it was a tough adjustment at first with the winter times, especially coming from SoCal, but... I was, I'm forever a Coug, and I'm going to rep that to forever. Like, because it keeps me humble. Like, this the one school that wanted me. No UCLA, USC, Cap, nobody else. So I'll That's forever rep them. It's known as a fun school. It is. Yeah, win or lose, Coug's booze. Just, <laughs> that's, that's the motto, huh? We, we have a lot of heartbreak, a lot of heartache, but man, that's what makes us family. We stick together right. through it all. Win or lose, Coog's booze. That's what we do. We had, we had Ryan Leaf, right? Ryan Leaf yes. the Legend, State, man. Right? We, had, we had a lot of quarterbacks, man. Jack Thompson throwing Samoan. Mark Rippon was a Super Bowl mm-hmm. MVP. Mark mm-hmm. Drew Bledsoe, mm-hmm. Ryan Leaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gardner Minshew is in the league now. And the, the, the kid Ware, number one, is real nice. He's like our Mike Vick, pretty much. Like mm-hmm. he can, he's dual threat, and he's we're four and one right now. Mm-hmm. So I still follow, man, the football and basketball program. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Give me one of one of your best college memories on off the court. <laughs> oh man, you want to hear a funny one? <laughs> when I got rolled for a dime bag in my driveway. Yes, the pol- the police were hate. It's so ironic because. 
two years after the, the cannabis was legalized yeah. in the state of Washington. Yeah. And I had to apologize. I got, I got suspended. Was that right before the draft? Yeah. Uh -huh. That's the only time I ever made the national headlines. In your driveway? Freaking, in my driveway, oh, broken taillight. With the dime bag. With the dime bag, man. It. That's that a bitch. I would have swallowed the plastic. What can you do, man? Like, yeah, was, plastic and all. The culture around where they was in it was in my glove compartment. <sighs> I was n very sober driving. I'm, I'm not an idiot. You know, I'm not going right. to be inebriated behind the wheel, like jeopardize my future. Right. I come home, you know, just got a nice little sack on me. I'm like, okay. It's gonna be a decent night, you know. I might play rock band and just chill out. Yeah, and then I see these flashing lights. I'm like, no way, what's going right on? Right when you're pulling up to your house? Literally right when I get in my driveway. Damn. And I had to be like, sir, it's gonna be good enough. You play some rock band? Yeah, yeah bro. It's crazy. And they're like, sir, uh, you have a broken taillight and we smell marijuana. Can we get out your car? Can you get out your car? I'm like, don't you need a warrant for that? Or like, we can get one. I'm like, whatever, man. Just search the car. And I was all upset. They put me in cuffs. Like, I'm like, for a bag of weed, I was in cuffs, like in the back of the car. They take you downtown? They shamed me. No, they didn't take me downtown. Okay. Did they know who you were? Of course they did. It's okay. a small city, bro. Okay. Pullman's a city of 30,000 people. Okay. They put me in the back, and I'm just like, immediately it comes to mind, I was like, God, my parents are going to be so upset. <laughs> They're going to be so disappointed. So disappointed. Gosh. <laughs> Man, they, uh, then, uh, they let me go, but I got a citation for it. And then, uh, man, it hit the. But that was media. before the draft. I remember they made a big deal about that. Like they the, did. The, they I remember they were talking my about, yeah, about like, the because the draft was all right on geez, the way. Jeez, guys, it didn't hurt anybody. I just <laughs> literally had a bag of weed. I just wanted to fucking play some rock band, <laughs> yeah, bro. bro. I just wanted to get blown. Just got a citation. Yeah. Now you get yeah. it. Just literally a citation. Uh, right. And what happened after that? We, my roommate, God bless his soul, was like, Clay, you're messing up everything, your future. I'm like. Okay. And then I had to, I went out and I apologized to Cougar Nation the next night because we played UCLA. This is the second biggest regret of my basketball career. I kid you not. We're 19 and 10. And usually to get a at-large bid in the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament, you need 20 wins, mm -hmm. especially from a big conference. We were 19 and 10. I'm playing the school I wanted to go to so bad. I got a it's just one game suspension for it, so That's I gotta sit game. and watch, man. It's the worst. That game? That game. Ooh. Yeah, it hurt my, it still hurts my heart to this day. Yeah. I went in front of Cougar Nation, I teared up. I was like, I'm sorry, I let y'all down. Yada, yada. We, man, we almost won the game. Faisal and Brock, Marcus, Reg, they, everybody Who was, was on the UCLA team at that time, you remember? Uh, it was like, yeah, all these guys are my friends too. It's crazy. Like Jeremy Anderson, uh, Reeves Nelson, my guy so far. Now uh, Malcolm Lee. Rest in peace, Tyler Honeycutt. Mm -hmm. It's my boy, God rest his soul. Who else was there? Um, yeah, those, those are their best players. And we lost a close game. Who was Brock? You said Brock. Brock, I was my roommate in college. He, okay. uh, he plays for the Australian national team. He played, he's played overseas for like 10 years now, incredible career. Yeah. So I still keep in touch with all my teammates, man. That, that really hurt me though, not being able to play that game. And, I knew I made a mistake. I had to own up to it. But I was proud of myself for apologizing and owning up to it. Like, look, mm -hmm. I messed up. I'll be better. Mm -hmm. Let y'all down. And I still might smoke. I'm just not going to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Be more responsible next time and not drive with it and just get delivered. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. We got apps to deliver it now. Come on, Cut man. out the middleman. What are we doing? Yeah. Gosh, but I even, well, that's why I love the coups because I heard a, 
I remember my voice was trembling. I heard, I just heard a, oh, we love you, Clay. That's yeah, all I needed to hear. I was like, good. I appreciate that. Come on, man. Three years in Pullman, uh, you decide to take, uh, go to the draft. You get mm-hmm. drafted number 11 overall to the Warriors. Same draft as Kyrie, Kawhi, Kemba, Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, any good workout stories that summer? Oh, man. Isaiah Thomas, too. Mm. That was my biggest. Me and IT would go at it in college. But, uh, you know, I always work out Kawhi. We went to Cleveland together. Went to a lot of places together. I'll never forget Marshawn Brooks busting my tail in Indiana. What was in Kawhi Me- like? Because I'm sure you were probably a little quiet back then, too. Oh, we were so quiet. No we conversation, like huh? Honestly, yeah, we would just not stare at each other much. and know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 Pretty much, man. And we're probably, I mean, I'm from... Right. Orange County, he's from the IE, yeah, so right. we're pretty mellow. We like doing the same things. He likes to fish, and he loved the ocean. Uh-huh. And we would, yeah, we would kick in the summertime, too. That's what's up. I remember when they won the chip in 2014. We went out in San Diego together, and this man was getting everything free. I was like, I mean, I play the league, too. I don't got a championship yet, you know? But mm-hmm. he was a king down there, being an Aztec and all that. But yeah, Kawhi's man. a living legend, man. He's... He's like a Scotty Pippen. He's just a he's a freak, man. His, yeah. his athleticism, different. different. The way he dunks it, he's crazy. So you come into a new team. Yeah. Mark Jackson's the head coach. Steph's second year. Monte Ellis was mm-hmm. the last hangover, or uh, and Beedrance from the We Believe team. Before you finish yeah. that question, did you wait eleven because he was drafted eleven? Yeah. Okay. And D Wright had number one. Yeah. And I was number one in Pullman, but I'm like, ah, eleven's cool. Yeah. Okay. Number I, 11, I, I, I figured 2011. that. I never knew why, but really? I figured that. Yeah, I figured yeah, that. Yeah. It's cra- it makes sense. Eleventh K is eleventh letter in the alphabet. Yeah, worked out yeah. Yeah. without you even knowing. Right. So new team, Mark Jackson, Steph's second year, Monte, Darrell Wright, Beadrance, David mm-hmm. Lee. Uh, what was it, your first taste of the NBA? I like? just, just oh, left. Man. I just left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all just left. That's crazy. Y'all you just the year so before, right? Yeah, the year before. Yeah. It was, I was just so excited to be there. I had no ambition to win nothing, be an all-star, <laughs> but every day was like Disneyland, man. I'm like, I really dreamt of this my whole life. I'm just trying to get some running and... It was amazing, man. Just watching Monte and D. Lee out there, I was like, I can't believe, like the moment wasn't big for him at all. For me, I'd be so nervous. I'll never forget Christmas Day opening night. I got my the ball. I got I went up for a pansy layup, and DeAndre Jordan slapped at the half court so loud. I was like, Oh, that, I didn't see that in the Pac-10. <laughs> God, it was crazy. That's oh, that was, was big that, back then, was bro. Was that the uh, was that the lockout year? We started yeah, that was Christmas? lockout year. Yep. That's right. Yeah, I remember That's right. Monte and, and D. Wright, Nate Rob, and D. Lee, they got stacks of cash on the table. They're playing Blu-ray. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is different in the league, man. We got, this is the most money I've ever seen. You know, we got a nice stipend check in, at Wazoo, but <laughs> you know, this is crazy. Monte would have a stack so big, and then... He learned all that I, from us. I was about to say, it, <laughs> it, 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 I love hearing this because, though. like, Monte was our little homie. Monte was, yeah. what, 19, 18? Yep. Never took a shower. He only took baths. Never no, took no tattoos. Yeah, no tattoos. No tats? None. Oh, Bro, so we'll tell you the story. So uh, it was the last game of the season. We were up in sack, and the mm-hmm. tattoo artist that did a cross right here on my arm, my little homeboy from high school, he came and did the same tattoo on Monte. This, keep in mind, this is the last game of the season. Remember how much he was sweating when he got the tattoo? <laughs> Bro, this dude comes back the following season with more tattoos Legs, than anyone on our team. Really? Like, That's unbelievable. Comedy. Went all the you way in. the floodgates. That's amazing. What was... Uh, I saw know. Monte get 48 against the Thunder. Ooh. And I was like, that was unbelievable. I was on the bench the whole time. I was like, 48? <laughs> and who was next to me? Earl, uh, what was his name? Earl Barron, I think. 
Oh, the big dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he just kept saying, 40 piece, 48 piece McNugget. I was like, <laughs> I know. And he made it look so effortless. All right. Get him going right. Yeah, it's oh my over. gosh, it's, it's over. over. Quick. Uh, post All Star break, you acted like you had been there before. 17 points a game, 43, uh, 40% from the uh, behind the three point line. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your rookie season like overall? Getting oh, a chance man. to just get your feet wet yeah. and then in the second half of the season really starting to make a name for yourself? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was one because it was all so new. And when I got that chance to start, I, I mean, I was just, every night was huge for, for me just to prove they made the right selection. And I remember having a really good game against my idol, Ray, Ray Allen, at the time. I remember Darren Ehrman introducing us at half court and just telling, like, he's like, Clay, just watch him work out and you can be on a similar path. And I'm mm-hmm. like, the greatest three-point shooter of all time? Say mm. less. Say less, Darren. So I'm mm. very grateful for Earn for making that introduction because that was another moment in my rookie year. Like playing against Kobe, like I'll never forget. Ray took the time to talk to me at midcourt right before the game. I just got put in the starting lineup, and I really wanted to have a good game that night because I was just watching the Celtics in the championship a year mm-hmm. before, two years before. So I was like, man, if I have a good game against these guys, there's like four Hall of Famers over there. Like, then I might... I know I have a shot, and I had like 27 on mm. 13 shots that night, and I mm. think. But what KG gamed us from the top of the key. I'm not gonna lie though, back then I wasn't really concerned with winning. I was just like, I had 27. Like, <laughs> I did my part, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. Hell I'm like, yeah. man, I had 27 against Ray Allen. Like, what yeah. am I doing? I'm just, Handed I'm here. Handle your business. Handle your business. But we took the L, but just how your mindset changes from when you're 21 years old. Right. I, that was an amazing moment for me playing against the Celtics. That's dope. So year two, Draymond comes in the picture. You guys win 47 games. Draymond's hilarious, man. I'll you never got- forget. Like Draymond is a second round pick. Hadn't even made a lot of money yet. He's sitting at the Blu-ray table talking crazy. I'm like, who is this fool? He is nuts. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how to play this game. That's how I knew he was like wired differently. Cause I'm like, wow, Dre's out here gambling with the big boys. Like he's not even phased. Yeah. I'm like, I like him. Right a lot. from the jump. Right from the jump. What was your impression of him? Because you guys started to slowly kind of start to mm-hmm. transcend basketball. You and Clay, or you and Steph end up yeah. getting on the same page. Draymond's added to the mix. When did you guys feel like that chemistry really starting to kick in? Mm, definitely when we, it was, we were talking about this in Tokyo, actually. When we beat the Miami Heat in Miami on like a Draymond game, uh, I think I came off a de- uh, down pick. Jared Jack hit Draymond wide open for a layup. There's like .3 left. We celebrated that night like we won the championship, mm-hmm. like Miami. jumping up and down. We just beat the Heatles. Like we thought we were hot stuff. But when we did that and we were all in our early 20s, I'm like, man, maybe we could build something special mm-hmm. here. But that was mm-hmm. those little victory. That wasn't a little victory at the time. That was, we were so happy. If you go back and watch that clip of Draymond hitting game winner, everyone's rushing off the bench for hugging each other. It was like a game seven. It was crazy. So when we did that, and I saw how Draymond didn't back down to LeBron that game, he was talking mess. I'm like, this guy is crazy, man. He's out here talking crazy to anybody. And he just, he's always been himself. He's the same way to this day. And that's what makes him, him go and makes our team go. Mm-hmm. Um, Oracle is a different kind of place, whether yeah. you're winning or losing, but when you're winning in particular, favorite Oracle moment with that crazy crowd out there? Oh, man. There's so many. 
Oh, man, there's a lot, man. Even the first playoff series we had in 2013, it was so loud in there against the Nuggets. Steph went crazy. Steph's coming out party, so to yeah. speak. Yeah, it was. He got on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I was like, I'm a little jealous, man. I don't want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, it was great. Until the first, the first finals run, too, because it's like, man, we've seen that banner. We're thinking about 40 years in the city of Oakland. Like, mm-hmm. It's just crazy. That first run was special, man. You could tell the fans, not just in the arena, but outside of Oracle, would get crazy right, in the right. parking lot, mm-hmm. off on 73rd, all the way down to downtown Oakland on Broadway. It would be just to get that love from the city of Oakland. And you could, because, you know, Oakland's been through a lot. It's got to, right. like, we all know it's not a, like, it takes a lot to make it out of Oakland. And, mm-hmm. like, people are so prideful there. It's a, and to feel, a, to be a source of pride for it, Oakland peoples was, we didn't take that lightly, man. We bore that with great pride. And they, mm-hmm. that's why they loved y'all so much. And we believe left mm-hmm. such a legacy because they really saw themselves in you guys. And we, yeah. we didn't take that lightly, for real. We were like, this is for Oakland. This is for the people who might not be able to go to game. And just to see how much love we would get from everybody, man. It was special. It still brings chills to me. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know the, the, the history in Oakland not only just diverse history, but the black history. Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a rich it's, history in Oakland. Yes. You know, all the way black back to the Black Panthers. Yeah. The migration out from the South and just being a haven for black culture, man. Mm-hmm. All the talent that comes out of that city. It's not that yeah. big a city. It's only 500,000 people. Mm-hmm. There's, I was That's thinking the musicians, people, right? the athletes. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Worldwide trendsetters, really. Talk nice. to them. Yeah. Uh, Mark Jackson, how instrumental was he kind of laying the foundation? Huh. He gave you and Steffi yeah. early on when people thought he was crazy, talking about you guys are the greatest shooting backcourt in the history, like made you guys believe it. Yeah. You guys turned into it. But what, how instrumental was he uh, in kind of setting the, your young NBA foundation? Oh, man, Mark's amazing. And he told him to call his bluff, too. They were trying mm. to dog him for it. But he was just always so sure of himself and the confidence he had with playing in that era of Michael and Magic and against Larry and talking to him about, about playing against those teams and like the swagger he had just being out of New York. I didn't know a lot of New Yorkers back then and Mark was like, he would make fun of me from being from the Burbs and same with Steph. And he was just like a, he was like a, another player to be around. And mm-hmm. I just love talking about him, like talking to him about like where Reggie would want it or like how you guys would guard Mike or anything. And it was, he really, made our identity defense to start and he was just not afraid to call us out and I appreciated playing for Mark man he gave us so much confidence we needed and we were young and we needed that we mm-hmm. needed a coach to you know bring that fire out of us mm. when did you know Steph could be one of the greatest mm. man probably uh shoot I mean when I saw him play at Davidson like like no one was doing that like he was shooting from 30, 30 to 40 feet with, mm-hmm. with ease, and his dribble moves were crazy. But when I got on the floor with him, probably, shoot, probably that Nuggets series when I saw him just taking transition pull-up threes like it was a <laughs> elbow jumper. Like, it was it's crazy. He really just, he made it look so effortless, too. Even watching him today, I'm like, yo, this man's ball handling is crazy. He just throws between his legs, he sets up his shot like it's nothing. I'm like, it's really, he's so unique in his style of play, man. He's been like that since day one. He's just gotten stronger and better. 
2014, Steve Kerr come. Mm-hmm. Not only the experience of being a multi-NBA uh, champion, multi-time NBA champion, but y'all went 67 that year. What did he unlock for y'all? Steve helped my game out so much, especially allowing Draymond to be our po- point forward. Like, Draymond is really the quarterback, and for me and Steph to play off the ball and fully utilize our catch-and-shoot arsenal, man, it made it so much easier not only for us, but for, like, Harrison and Bogues and... Now Andre's getting wide open looks, HB is, I'm getting a swing swing. Like we went from last in the league to passes made per game to first in one season. And I think that just unlocked everything. And winning 67 games his first year. So crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like he really uh just is a visionary with when it comes to the offensive playbook. Man, he took and but then you see who he played for. It's like, oh, you took something from every year. Uh, I was just about to say yeah. that. Because yeah. a lot of people uh, don't know, but San Antonio play a lot through their four man. Yeah. A lot of the offense, a lot of the sets are ran through their four yeah. man. You know what I mean? So that's the stuff that's he learned a lot from Pop too. Yeah, he did. 2014-15 was your first of five consecutive All-Star selections. How was it being named to the All-Star game for the first time? And what was one of your favorite memories from being an All-Star? <laughs> Uh, my first year of being there was my favorite memory just because I was there with all the, everybody I grew up watching. And it was in MSG. Mm-hmm. The moment was way too big for me. <laughs> missed every shot. You know, way too big. He said, missed every shot. <laughs> oh, I couldn't buy the backside of a barn. <laughs> my mom told me a funny story. She's like, man, I was sitting next to this little New York kid. And she, he kept saying to his dad, like, Dad, Clay can't make a shot. Dad, Clay's broke. Dad, Clay sucks. And my mom just had to sit there. Just like, so we were in the garden, and I got to go against Steph in the three-point contest. But that just whole weekend, like, being the first backcourt to start an all-star game since mm. I think, like, 79, it was, it was surreal, man. And being there with, you know, the Dirks, Tim Duncan, even KD, these guys seem so old to me. It's like, man, I feel like I've been watching y'all for 20 years. This is mm-hmm. crazy. And to be with, the, like... Uh, yeah, all that elite talent, Carmelo. It was special, man. It was special. I'll never forget that. The first one's always the best. Mm-hmm. 2015, you play LeBron without Kyrie and Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Big difference, ain't it? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Chase, no offense, but chasing Del Dole around compared to Kyrie Irving. My goodness. My goodness. And even K-Love, though, he's... He like that was a that was a nasty big three, man. That yep. was a nasty big three. They all brought the best out of each other. And y'all still beat them in six. Uh, yeah, but the fact that Le- they got even two wins is a testament to Braun. The like Braun. And they had great I mean, the role guys did their job. Yeah. Shump was a tough def- like they had toughness on that team. That's why. And they had shooting around LeBron. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like if you don't put shooting around him, you're not gonna get the most out of it. So they were still really good. Obviously not 2016, but they didn't shy away from the moment. And, like, they had us on the ropes down 2-1. Mm-hmm. We had to question ourselves, like, man, do we really want this? But it was, it was awesome, man. Like, that was, that was surreal. We got the job done, but, yeah, LeBron is a beast. My goodness. He was like, a triple-double that series. I don't mm-hmm. care what the shooting splits were. He had to mm-hmm. shoot all the shots, and it's incredible. And I give the other guys, guys credit, too, because... Just they didn't deflate when Kyrie and Caleb went out. They like mm-hmm. almost got better and saw an opportunity. So it was a it was a fun series, man. Me and, me and Matt both know what it feel like to be NBA champions. But mm-hmm. the, winning that first championship for you, that exhale, of, damn, oh. I'm not gonna finish my career without being a champion. Like, yeah. what was that feeling? Oh, it was the best, especially in my fourth year. Like, I couldn't. I just 
in the 40 years, 1975 was the last time the Warriors raised a banner. So, to, yeah. like you said, get that monkey off our back. We knew we would be remembered forever, but no, no way we thought we would build a dynasty mm-hmm. like prior to 2014, but... The fact that we, I was so happy, man. I might have partied a little too much a month after, but... <laughs> Ain't no such thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you would have told me in Pullman... I was in Pullman three years before, right. like... Right, right. I, mean, I, I just hope champ. I get there. Mm. And then four years later, I'm NBA champion. Like, I couldn't believe that. An all-star, all-NBA, and a champ in the same season? Yeah, that was the best basketball year of my life. And mm. won a gold medal with Team USA. Like, mm. Stamp it. I, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I... Did have a lot of fun that summer. I know how to have more fun these days and not be so like, that's when I really learned like, dang, these fools on the internet are trying to kill us out here, man. I'm just, I'm 25 years old. Right, like, what do you expect? What do you, what do you, what do you expect? Right. Like, Clay Thompson out there in Vegas getting twerked on and all this. I'm like, who has to write this for a living, man? Right. This is pathetic. Like, they, they really want to be there. That's, that's what right. jealous. Like, jealous. That's what it's it's it took me a while to accept that and just yeah. be myself. Like, look, I'm probably not the first one to have too good a time at a Las Vegas pool party, but mm-hmm. something won't be the last, all right? All right. Yeah. How was that twerk, though? See, it was not worth it, man. <laughs> it was not worth it, man. Man, it was not worth it. My family saw that, and all they had to do was SMH, just like this freaking it. guy. It's not worth it. But at the time, in the present in moment, the moment, I was so was, happy. Yeah, I was, on, man. Couldn't tell you come shit. Come on, I couldn't tell me The sun's coming down, championship right. signs are coming out. Yeah, I was partying in Pullman, guy. Like, come on, I'm in Vegas with the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Like, life comes fast. 16. <laughs> yeah. It comes at you too fast, ain't right? it? <laughs> Here we come, ready or not. 2016, uh, you guys eclipse the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> you life goes at you fast. Yeah, dude. 73-9. and nine. What was leading up? We'll talk about the finals later. Mm-hmm. What was it up? I mean, you guys were on a pace early on. What was, every, like, what was the energy like around every single game? Oh, man, it was special. That was a special season. We didn't finish the job, but that's a season I'll never forget, man. We... I remember one point, a lot of shot, we were 50 and 5 at one point. I'm That's like, crazy. crazy. This is nuts. We were in Indiana, and, there, and Rick Carl said, it was like when the Rolling Stones come to town, you know? I was like, that's hilarious. More like Bone Thugs and Harmony, because, you know, I'm not his baby, but yeah, Rick, we know you all. I was playing. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Was, that was the best. That was a special year, man. Every game was just right. like crazy. A, like the, the team wanted to beat us so bad. We're getting hate from the old heads, like, oh, this team will get smacked by the Bulls. And we're like, we know, all right? We just want to, we're just doing our job. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I've come to also realize, like, it comes from a good place. They're just, we're all just competitive. And I'm not going to, I'm definitely in 20 years not going to be like, these guys are the best now. I'll be like, nah, 2010s are the best, let me mm-hmm. tell you. <laughs> uh, game six in the Western Conference Finals that year mm-hmm. against the Thunder. Oh, my Down goodness. 3-2 on the road. 41 and 11, mm-hmm. excuse me, 41 points, 11 for 18 from the three-point line. Uh, you guys come back and win that series. Game you. six, Clay. Mm. Talk to us about who he That's is. That's the beginning of the game that six, was Clay. the beginning. Man, that was, I, I just, you know, we had obviously everything working against us. Like, oh, look at these failures. They're about to blow the best season of all time. So I just thought in my mind, like, man, you got to empty the clip. Like, we can't go back to the Bay with, no 11 field goal, yeah, <laughs> with 11 field goal attempts, what are we doing here? So I just, I remember coming out the gate early that game, and it felt good. I, everything was in rhythm, and it just had to be one of those nights, man. It's just, 
I barely remember the moments, honestly, but I'll watch the, oh, you watch the footage, you'd be like, I can't believe I shot that shot. Shit went in. And it went in, like, a lot of them, I'm like, dang. He said a lot of them. Yeah, that's like, right. They, but, they, they have some nice rims out there. Mm-hmm. They do. They oh, nice yeah. and bouncy. Yeah. But that was special, man. Still a special team. We didn't finish the job, but that was such a special season. I, 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 hold, I hold that record still dear in my heart, man. You mm. should. Yeah. So you get to the finals against Braun. Um, Again. Again, yeah. Round two. Uh, what's the game plan? Obviously, you knowing what he did yeah. kind of single-handedly with all due respect the <sighs> first time, second time around. What's your guys' game plan uh, approaching him in the finals this time? Oh, man. You say, like, oh, I'll make the others beat us, but then, like, Braun and Kyrie get going, and then you overhelp, and J.R. Smith can shoot. Kevin mm-hmm. Love can shoot. James Jones, all of them, all their role players could really shoot. So it was actually a great matchup, like personnel wise for both teams. It was, you could see there was a new era of hoops being played, like mm-hmm. no traditional center. We're right. not, it's all very guard heavy. LeBron's really a guard mm-hmm. and having, gosh, so exhausting. I'm so grateful for Andrew. I'm just thinking like having to chase Kyrie around those seven games was exhausting, man. Well, I bet some people don't realize like you were the one that always took the best player on the other team, whether that be Dame, Kyrie, but we're still able to do it on the other end too. Yeah, what, I mean, what, what my idols who played two guard did the same thing, whether it was Mike, Kobe, D-Wade, the greatest to ever do it. Even AI led the league in steals. Like mm-hmm. the best players mm-hmm. who play shooting guard play both sides of the ball. I mean, it could go way back to Al- who's uh, Albert Robinson. Mm-hmm. He won DPOY, mm-hmm. like doing that. That's a beast mode. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, that was a tough series. Man. That's the other biggest regret I have in my basketball career besides getting busted for the weed was switching that pick and roll with Steph, with JR and Kyrie. I still mm-hmm. can't, like, I, I can't bring myself to watch that footage. It's, un- it's too uncomfortable, you know? <laughs> so you watch yourself, you know, I can't believe I just gave him that switch. That was a big shot. And now Kyrie got one of the greatest shots in NBA history, and I like, Steph's a great defender too, but I'm just like, man, I can't believe I conceded that switch. It still burns. You never get over things like but, that But But career. that was the game plan, though, at the time, right? Yeah, but I'm like, when I look at the footage, I'm like, that was a you pretty weak screen by Jay. I could have got through it. Okay, yeah. like, but, just, but just say you don't, yeah. and both of y'all go, and you get a wide and open three, JR, you know what I'm saying? Know. But I'm like, <laughs> you got to do it. You get a wide open pick and pop from JR. Kyrie with his tough. A contested three? Mm. You got to take that yeah, one. Yeah, you got to take it. That was a, that was a dagger. You, thoughts when Draymond gets suspended? Mm-hmm. I knew we still had a chance. Like, it would be so much harder. You know how it is. Draymond's our heart and soul. Did you think he deserved it to get kicked out? No, Honestly. I didn't at the time. Yeah. I thought he got stepped over. Yeah. And I was like, man, he was defending him. So what happened? Is someone, you're supposed to just yeah. do this and someone steps over Everybody him? ain't T. Lou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, here you go. I'm just saying T. Lou took it. We tie out of it. <laughs> hey, I stepped over him after a wet throw dollar to the face, and he just, yeah, he just took He just looked like this. <laughs> I know. Poor Ty, but... At least he was there checking him, man. It right. takes a lot of, <laughs> That's you my boy. balls to check him like that. Yeah. But, man, yeah, that we could still do it with Dre, out Dre, but it would just be so incredibly difficult. Ironically, the game Draymond's out, both Braun and Kyrie go for 40. Yeah. The first time ever they go in the finals, they go for 40 apiece. I'm like, oh, could have used Draymond back there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys end up losing that um, the following season. Gold falls into your hand. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm comes and joins you guys. What's your initial thought? Oh, it's over. When KD came on, <laughs> it's over. What are we doing here? Thanks. You know? What are we doing here? <laughs> it was over. I knew everybody would be so mad. We went from like little darlings 2015 to like 
somewhat hate in 2016, but fuck those yeah, guys. Yeah, 2017 is just outright pure hate. The like, Hampton well, this ain't fair. Yeah. Talk to us about that Hampton uh, sit down. Mm-hmm. You, KD, Steph, Dre, Iggy, Rich, my guy Rich Climbins. Yeah. Shout out Rich. This is uh, the first time the Hampton, one of the Hamptons and the Filmo five been on the same oh, camera. Yeah, look at us bridging the cultures together. Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was special, man. First time I've ever been to the Hamptons. Like, this is beautiful. This is where you summer, KD. This is nice, <laughs> man. I call this is where you summer. That just sounds like Rich talk. That's where you summer. Yeah, Rich talk. Sounds like some Hampton. Me and JC were actually in New York for like five days prior to that. New York's crazy, man. We would our days were like we were like vampires, bro. We would start our days at 6 p.m. and go to sleep at 6 a.m. Yeah, for four yeah. straight nights. I so love like, it. Get, get us out there. Get us to the Hamptons, man. This ain't sustainable. <laughs> this ain't sustainable. There's no longevity in that. No. We're like, what is? What are we? Why are we doing this to each other? Well, that was fun, man. That was such a good time, and I just. When I would think about bringing KD on board, I, I would think about the stories my dad would always tell me about playing with Magic and Kareem mm. and James Worthy. He's like, yeah, I'll get to, I thought I will get to practice early every day. And I'd see Kareem practicing a skyhook 30 minutes before practice every day. And I saw the same parallel with KD and Steph. I was like, man, I thought, I'm not really early, but I'll get there. And KD's <laughs> out there in full sweat doing his mid-range pull-ups, his spins, his every one of his moves. I'm like, dang, man, this guy really wants this. This is... I'm going to tell my kids about this one day. I'm going to walk in here and see Steph and KD working out yeah. in different baskets. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I just remember my dad telling me those stories about Kareem and Magic. I'm like, that's so cool, man. History really repeats itself. And I, it wasn't anything like, oh, I got to get less touches. or I just knew like we could really do something special and have a – man, we were two games away from three-peating, and that hasn't mm-hmm. been done since Shaq and Kobe. So yeah. that's what – our goal wasn't one championship, two championships. Mm-hmm. I remember Bob Myers was like, Clay, you should come to New York. You guys can realistically win five, six chips together. And I was like, Bob, you're talking wild, but I'm with it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. So you pick up KD, uh, mm-hmm. you guys win back-to-back championships. Um, I get a chance to join that 17 team. I'd never seen nothing like it from a standpoint of, I think the Clipper team I played on was probably one of the most talented teams I played on, but it seemed like we just continued to get in each other's way. Mm-hmm. When I came to that team, like you said, the thing, the shit that blew me away was Steph and KD now were on the same court doing their workout. You mm-hmm. were on the other side of the court doing your workout. Mm-hmm. Iggy had his court. Dre had his court. And you sitting there like, guys, where I'm going to shoot at? I would just wait. <laughs> but I would sit down and watch because you see Clay on one side and Clay would miss two or three shots his whole workout. Then you mm-hmm. see Steph and KD doing this weird one-foot balance shit with Steve Nash. Yeah. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are missing. So I wouldn't mind waiting 30 or 45 minutes because I got to see you know three of the greatest shooters ever to do it oh, just thanks, every bro. single, single day yeah. doing it. Sounds like fun. Every day. But yeah. what was that? What was that run like? I mean, no, was, Katie's presence in the yeah. finals, the finals MVP, it, was, it, it just seemed so effortless. But what was, the, what was that run like for you? It was special, man. That's why it bothers me when people don't talk about Kevin's greatness. This man averaged 35 and 15 Oof. in the finals. Don't even look like he's playing hard, right? Either. I'm like... Effortless. That's like Shaq numbers. Like, what are we doing here? Like, right. It's like, ah, oh, he's a bus rider, all this stuff. I'm like... You can't argue with the numbers. 35 right. and 15. <laughs> in 15. Yeah. I'll be that's a bus wild. rider if that's what the you know motherfucking what numbers like, are. Hey, just, I'm over here. If you need me, I'll play some defense. Like, I got you. Yeah. No, that was special, bro. You just went in the game knowing you was going to win if you just handled your business. It was like, there's almost nothing they can, they can do to... It's just... Man, that's why injuries suck, man, because Kawhi really scared us that first game. I was like, man, mm-hmm. this dude's a beast. He's coming down the lane. He's... Blocking shots. shots doing That's everything. why I'm so happy to see him back out here because he's really one of a kind as well. But mm-hmm. to go 16 and one, like only us and the 01 Lakers did that, bro. That's that's incredible, man. I don't we don't take that for granted, man. That was a 
Warrior fans, y'all been blessed with some, yeah. some mm. incredible seasons. Mm-hmm. But it's our honor. Like, but man, 16 and 1 in the playoffs? But it's, it says a lot about y'all, though, Clay, because yeah. to, to have four Hall of Famers and bring in KD and all y'all be on the same team, to put egos and everything aside mm. for that long, to yeah. be that great, that says a lot about y'all. Um, all buying into one goal, and it's about winning. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, and you know, and you. It's hard to see that when yeah. you have four players of y'all caliber on the same team, but yeah. guys put all the egos aside and put that shit to work like yeah. that. Factual, yeah. But it was, yeah. When you know you can win banners, though, it made it a little easier. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It was crazy. Yeah, that was some of the best times of my life. Uh, great run. Did you see the time with him coming to an end? Is there anything that kind of jumped out at you, or it was just time? For, uh, you felt like it was time for him to. He felt like it was time to yeah, go. Yeah, I don't blame. We don't blame Kevin for leaving at all. He is from the East Coast, and if I was on the East Coast and I had a great, almost was two games away from a three peat, it's like what more, what more y'all want from me, man? You want, <laughs> want, a, want a six peat? You know, like if it wasn't for Caddis. Catastrophic things like right, right. we probably would have had three championships in that time, but uh, man, we don't we don't blame it at all. We knew we kind of wanted to bounce a little bit. I mean, go back home, and we'll still forever have those two se- going back to back. And gosh, so close. Yeah, now, really I remember his boy Randy. I saw him in the gym that summer. He's like, man, I wanted that. That's the first thing he said. He's like, man, I wanted that three peat bat. I was yeah. like, me too. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. What can you do, man? That's when I learned about injuries, and that's part of the game. 2019, first major, first major injury happens. Game six of the finals. Talk about that. What was going on through your head? Oh, man, I was about to punch that until... No, no Ill, Ill feelings towards Danny, though, because we've met each other at the rim many times before that. Just landed awkwardly. I was playing with a uh, strained hammy, so I might have been a little more at risk, but, like... You're not gonna sit out an NBA championship with a strained hammy, like not at all. yeah. What, not what are we at talking all. about Who here? Does like, that? <laughs> yeah, like you don't know when this will ever come back. Work right. your whole life for this. So yeah. I was having the best game, my best finals game ever, too. I was on. I felt like I couldn't be stopped that night, and you know, it was eight thirty on twelve shots. I was like, I'm for sure getting forty. Yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> for sure. And a win. Mm-hmm. Playing with house money, like at that point, but. I remember when I did it, I never felt anything like that. I was like, I felt my knee shift. Like, that was weird. But your adrenaline's so high, you don't really... You got up. Yeah, I got up, and I felt good. I was running around, and they... When did you know? Uh, probably when I took the MR, when Rick came over and gave me, like, a... Not just a hug, but, like, a really emotional hug and, like, a pat on the back. But I didn't think it was that. The first one didn't affect me that much because I was out there in front of the world, and I put it all out on the line. So I was like, I can accept this. Like, I gave it everything I had this mm-hmm. season. The second one when I got hurt, that one hurt my heart because I was just playing pickup. I was so ready to get back after watching the 2020 season. And then I did, I did the same move I've done a thousand times, just a rip right, two dribble pull up. And I came down and it felt like someone kicked me in the back of the heel. Mm. I looked behind me and I immediately knew like, this is some bull, this is crazy. Mm. I knew I did it immediately, and that was hard for me to accept because it was like, man, I was working so freaking hard up to that point. All that, like, no one sees the, that time when you're in the gym doing the leg press, doing the peloton, and I know it's our job, but man, it's exhausting when you can't just play basketball and you just have to. And it was just, that that one hurt, but man, uh, it was 
It's in the past now. You think compensating so much? Yeah, I think I was one? too eager Put to... Put too much strain yeah. on that one? I think I was a little above my playing weight, and I think I was too eager to get back and play my way into shape and prove to everyone I'm still who I am. Yeah. Instead of like... Taking time. Yeah, I didn't really take my time. It was... I was mm, jumping mm, way too mm. fast into it, and I learned a hard lesson. Like, look, man, you're in your 30s now. Like, you can't just hoop like you're 23 anymore. So mm. that's life, and now i just way, way more methodical with things. It's a saying, you never know how strong you are till strong is your only option. <laughs> Did you find that in you when you went those two years? Because yeah. I know it had to be. Because when basketball taken from us, I went through it with the brawl when they suspended me yeah. 30 games. I didn't, know, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do mentally. Yeah. But the game, when the game is taken away from us, you can't explain that feeling to nobody. Yeah. And it's taken away from you two, two crazy injuries. Yeah, I know. And it's funny, too, because people are like, well, you're... S no, they always talk about how much you get paid and all this. It was like, yeah, well, I never got into business. That's a byproduct of what we do, but I just really love... Everything I love is to play basketball. You know, my favorite movies are basketball films. Mm. My <laughs> posters on the walls are my favorite players. Like, I, So it was... I did some soul-searching, and I had time to reflect. And, but, man, I still had some moments of weakness. Like, I would cry yeah. like a baby on the you bench. Like, yeah, you know, like, that was hard for me when I had to walk, when, you know, we're, our guys are going through the season. That's why I'm so grateful for Andre, Steph, and Draymond because I'm sitting there watching, like, and I'm hearing the crowd. I'm just like, I can't believe this happened to me again. And I couldn't shake that from my head. And Steph came over and was like, hey, play a lot. Of, no, it was, this was in, this was in the spring of 2021. I forget who we were playing. And I was just on the behind the bench. I couldn't move. I was just like felt frozen. I'm just like, yeah, I remember saying that. I was so angry. And Steph told me he's like, you're gonna play so much basketball after this. Don't. I couldn't see that at the time. I was like, I just kept saying like, my career wasn't supposed to go like this. This is bullshit. This isn't fair. I was feeling sorry for myself, mm -hmm. but to to see it through, like, yeah, I knew. I so I'm grateful for those guys. They didn't have to do that, and they they uh, showed me a lot of love that day. Yeah. Mm. 2022. The season, it's a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. You come back, you guys make a run, uh, you face Boston in the finals. Walk us through that finals. Oh, man, that was a good... Man, I give the Celtics a lot of credit. That's a good young team over there, man. Mm -hmm. They reminded me, because I was having a great playoff. I was like looking at the numbers like, man, I'm shooting the crap out the ball. I'm defending, but then when I play against those young bucks there, I'm like, man, these guys are good. I can't... Get away from Jalen Brown, man. This guy's breathing down my neck. <laughs> <laughs> the same with Smart. You go to the rim, Robert Williams is there. He's mm -hmm. blocking everything. So that was a that was a hard-fought finals, man. That's a two-way team out there. And we went, I told everyone, I was like, this is so similar to 2015. We're down 2-1. We haven't really figured these guys out yet, but we're right there. Of course, some media members try to ridicule me, but we got the last <laughs> laugh again. Again. <laughs> again. But, uh... No, I just got a lot of respect for that team over there, man. They made us work. That wasn't easy. Like, yeah, it might have been six games, but we had to scratch and claw to win that series. And shout out to Steph, obviously. Mm -hmm. Greatest shooting series in the history of the finals, potentially. And same with Jordan Poole, the, that half-court shot he hit. That pretty much won us the game in game five. Like, that was a momentum killer for the Celtics. Andrew Wiggins getting double-double, averaging 18-9 and nine in the finals. Yeah. That's, a, that's a power forward right there. Mm -hmm. Who can guard the best player? Draymond doing his thing defensively, loon on the boards, auto hit big shots, Gary. We had contributions from everybody. 
And you know it gets a little tighter that part of the year. Mm -hmm. What I love about Draymond that series, he knew he wasn't going to be effective on offense. He wasn't being that effective on defense. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make this shit a prison ball. Y'all want to fight or whatever I got to do to win this game, I'm going to make sure my team is on the winning side. If I got to get kicked out this motherfucker, whatever I got to do, I'm going to do something yeah. to make us win. And, and, and that was his attitude. Yeah. You amazing. know what I'm saying? And I love, I love that about him because you got to contribute yeah. some type of way. He realized Thanks. he was hurting y'all for a minute more than he was helping y'all for a couple of games. And he realized that, but he sat down like, you know what? What I do best. Oh, I go out there and play harder than anybody yeah. out there. Facts. And that's what he did. And you've seen the, you seen the series shift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Game five, I'm telling you, when Dre got that steal at half court and got the, he got a dunk early and then he got the steal at half court. He hit a three and, that game too. Yep. <laughs> he hit a three yeah. that game too. I knew it was ours to win. And even game <laughs> six, he, I knew he would figure it out. I was like, y'all can't keep up. Draymond make them when they count. Yeah. I've seen it too many mm -hmm. times. And he was cash, so. Mm -hmm. Dre's just a gamer, man. That's why I'm like his skill level not might not be Kevin Durant or Steph Curry, but man, he's like you said, he's gonna <laughs> make it so hard on you, bro. And he's it's a winner, be, dog. Yeah, he is a winner. Straight up. Parade looked amazing. Uh you accidentally <laughs> truck stick someone <laughs> oh, yeah, part of the parade. Man, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh talk to us about that parade. Yeah, I, was heard, good. I heard yeah, you I was were so good. I heard in oh the locker gosh. room, you ended up in the locker room uh hot laid tub? out in the hot yeah, tub man. with a bottle. I had to use all the resources. that was But for you, I mean, like I said, it had been a fucked up couple years, yeah. you know what I mean? And when you were out, it hurt. And you came back that year and you're able to win. Like, how did that emotion hit you? Man, I was, it all came out that day. Mm -hmm. I knew I was doing something right when Snoop Dogg reposted on his Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> I really made it. <laughs> Snoop gave me the repost. This is great. <laughs> and then, um, God, I felt so good, man, just to see the, all the Warrior fans in a whole new city. I'm like, this is crazy. We really the base team now. We brought one mm -hmm. of this to the city, San Francisco, and to go down Broadway, what street, well, I forget what street it was, but it was special, man. It was just a, and, to, and then to experience everybody else's first championship, like the guys who've been doing it for a long time, and even the youngsters, I'm like, mm -hmm. this is so special. That's a bond we'll have forever. Like, we'll forever have the reunions and checking in on each other. So it all came out that day. It felt like 36 months of just emotion in one day. Backtrack a little bit. We're almost finished. Okay. Uh, 60 points on 11 dribbles in less than 30 minutes. How the fuck does that happen? Flamethrower. Yeah, helps having KD and Steph out there too and Draymond but making that, I mean, all the that passes. But that makes it more impressive though too because you got some other go-getters. Yeah. But that says a lot about their team. They, yeah. Whoever hot, they was giving they it the to them. That's why they didn't care about that. We did that too. The ball just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the ball just, I don't know how it kept finding me. And it's, I don't know how I did that, fellas. Sometimes I do things where I'm like, I don't know. I just go out there and do it. Like, I don't know. I just got lucky. But, man, I'm trying to tell Steve next time. I'm like, Steve, you took me out with 14 threes in 28 minutes. You took me out with 60 and 29. What the fuck is going next on Next time here? this happens, Let me ride Steve, out, let man. Me, let, let me, me just chuck just one time. Just let me get, let me try and go for it. Right. Try to get an 80 ball. Yeah, you know? That would be Talk special. Talk to us about the, uh, that game, too. 14 threes. Yeah. The basket oh, was, was big that night. I was scuffling man. I couldn't hit the backside of the barn. Again, that's from NBA Jam. That was my game. Mm -hmm. I was scuffling, man. I couldn't. I was <laughs> like five for 37 
all in my own head, like contract you, like, oh man, I, did I lose it? Did the Monstars steal my talent? <laughs> the <Monstars. laughs> and then I just, man, I got up 24 threes that game. If that don't tell you where the game's at now, I don't know what That's else insane. does. Like, 24 threes? They want to sh- the Showtime Lakers want to shoot th- those in the calendar 24 month. 24 threes, right. though. I know. Ooh. Can you imagine? Ooh. 24. And, and that, that was, was only 20, 28 minutes. Play him 40 minutes and see how many oh, he got man, up. I could have got up 33s. Made like 16, 17. Who knows? Yeah. I'll do it again one day. That's. I love it. I know. All this sportsmanship stuff, eh? Man, the base of that. sports is entertainment. You know, right. I'm trying to fuck that. give don't these hate people a show. Don't, don't hate on my, yeah, don't hate on my shine. Yeah. <laughs> I want to run that record. That's why, like, when you set a record, you want to run that thing Gotta up because they, they meant to be broken. Because they're coming for they're coming for it. Exactly. Uh, outside of your team and teammates, uh, who's someone you love to watch? Uh, that's a great question. Well, I love watching play. Um, I like watching Paul and Kawhi because me and Paul were on the same AAU team, so I see him doing his thing. <sighs> that's great. We're on the second team too. Double pump. Both you guys on yeah, the second we're team. Yeah, on the second team. We're both late that? bloomers. It's all good. Yeah. Who else do I like to watch in today's league? I love watching Luca. I mean, just because you look at his numbers and you think like, oh, he must be dunking on everybody no, and no, just dude. blowing by people. But he's hitting like 30-foot step backs and floaters. I'm like, man, he really shows that if you just know the fundamentals and have the skill level, you can mm, do, do anything. anything right? he, not saying Luca's not a... He's a great athlete, but he's not. Yeah, he ain't vertical. playing the butter room. Yeah, he's no. definitely not playing the butter room. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's just been playing a long him. time. Yeah, like watching Giannis because I'm like I've never seen a seven footer just gallop the way he does. Like that's crazy. Like his stride is nuts. It's nuts. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy what he can do in the open floor. Have you ever met fake Clay? <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> providing me a lot of laughs though. He's, he's, he's providing funny. a lot of laughs. Yeah. He's stuck in the finals. Didn't he get in trouble though? He got like banned he did. or something. Poor guy right? got banned. I'm not gonna say free fake Clay, but. I mean, that was a Mission Impossible-esque, like, That's operation, dope. bro. That was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, bro. And he got buckets on the court. Yeah. Who can say they got buckets on NBA Finals how court? You, how did he get Unbelievable. there? Unbelievable. Just, man was in character. <laughs> well, I'm in way better shape, though. I'm looking at him like, dude, you can't, you way out of your playing days. We need real clay to meet fake clay. Yeah, one day. Uh, I'll give him some love. When you have an impersonator... That's when you know you made it. You know, yeah, you think real. all the Michael Jackson impersonators. Facts, right. Facts. You got fake I'm like, I got an impersonator. This is That's crazy. Real. Um, off the court, what kind of stuff are you into? Business, relax. Yeah. What kind of stuff are you into? CBD. Uh, yeah, I'm into, like, I got some business ventures. Um, I, I mean, I learned this from Kobe, like, invest in what you know. And he always said if it didn't have sports at the limb, it was hard for him to get in behind because it's kind of the program, the way we, just how we are with the amount of time we spent honing our craft Mm -hmm. and with my CBD line I think of you know the pharmaceutical business and Mm. opiate addiction is no joke man that will kill your liver and your Mm -hmm. insides so I was more attracted to the organic and homeopathic way of just a sleep gummy some roll freeze cream Mm -hmm. it helps me so much man and I do that in doses throughout the season because you know how it is playing all these games the adrenaline in front of the crowd you need something to wind down and I've been through it. My body's been through a lot. And I, I, I invested in an electric boat company, too, which I'm proud of. Uh, it's called Arc Boats. And they're like, you see what, how electric vehicles are coming around. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be a day there's electric boats zipping around here and don't have to go to the fuel dock anymore. So, mm-hmm. And then I got um, my family foundation, which I'm going to get. I'm involved, but it's, so, it's been hard these last few years in the 10-month calendar year we have. But... 
One day I really plan on doing an incredible amount of work in the Bahamas, especially with the Basketball Federation, because my dad came up, there wasn't really a national team around, then it was Rick Fox, and now seeing Buddy Heald, DeAndre Ayton, mm -hmm. and Kai Jones, we got three dudes mm -hmm. in the league from this little tiny island. Like imagine what I think about it all the time, like Resources. we can, yeah, mm -hmm. the Thompson family can provide if we just go down there and we get our hands to work. And, Do you guys play a golf tournament to raise money? Uh, was that for something else? Yeah, we did. Okay. We did in 2019, but okay. I'm going to start doing other things. And, um, but it's just a huge passion of mine because I love the Caribbean. It's where my roots are, and I know we can. We have a big reach, so I'm going to maximize that. Quick hitters, first thing to come yeah. to mind. If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Shoot. Not healthy clay, though, just yeah. any, any meal. Uh, that man, I'm seafood, like surf and turf. I need a... I need like a delicious filet and a lobster tail or something. Wagyu. Yeah. Maybe some... STK, here we come. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? What artists are, are on your pregame list, pregame huh. playlist? Oh, man. I bet you some old I have school. so many. Man, when I was hurt, you know what really helped me? It sounds so simple. The power of music and just dancing and moving your body yeah. is incredible. I'm like, trying to learn this dance now called the, <laughs> the Park Heights Strut. The park See? I, I'm gonna be doing it soon. Yeah, shout out to who who's who, who's you it's, it's teach some, me. It's, 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 it's some kids that okay. came up with this dance called. It's the park. amazing yeah. the creativity these kids have these days, and it's it's unbelievable. So I'll put on when I was in high school. Still this day, I would bump Bone Thugs. Yeah, we got Bob a little taste Marley. of that today on the yeah. boat. Yeah, yeah, we got love nice Michael playlist. Jackson's music. It always makes me want to dance. Um, Nowadays, I like Lil Uzi Vert. I love his music. It's Didn't so fun, he, uh, man. Just, yeah, just, he sent me a go DM. It was great. That's I was dope. like, bro, I used Clay to said my year is made. Shout out to Flow. I love Uzi. Yeah. I love Uzi. Yeah. Who else? Man, I got to... Yeah, those are probably my top, like, this in, the heaviest in my rotation. But I have mm -hmm. a ton of ton of music, man. I love... I mean, my boy Kaminga has been putting me on the Afro beats. I've been listening yeah. to a lot of... Yeah. And it's a vibe to get music from around the world. Yeah, so different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. to hear like WizKid or Burner Boy or Coffee, it's just... It's cool. It's a different frequency. Mm. Top five shooters of all time. Oh, man. Top five shooters of all time. Steph, Reggie, Ray. Man, so hard. If you don't Just put yourself overall. in there, the interview, I'm not even going to air. I was about to say, okay, yeah. thanks. I'm in there. Thank you. Like swimwear? Like swimwear. Mm -hmm. Who else is fifth? Man, that fifth slot is so hard. I, I got to choose between Kevin Durant, mm. Larry Bird, just pure shooters. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to not put Larry in there, man. He won yeah. three three-point contests. Mm -hmm. like, and I shot one and didn't look at it, just yeah. wanted it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was water. But Kevin, it's like, it's right there. Yeah, it's like Kevin there, yeah. and Larry, you could throw one of them in there. Mm. It's tough, though, man. What's something that Rocco does that makes you laugh the hardest? Besides <laughs> barking his shadow. Yeah. Barking his shadow. Every time there's a dog on the television, he's going crazy, <laughs> protecting the house. I'm like, you've been doing this for a decade now, Rocco. It's not real. But that's just his bulldog nature. Uh, he's just, Rocco's pretty snobby, man. It's, I mean, I just raised him. He's the firstborn. He's 10, though. He's earned this, so he's, mm -hmm. he's lived the life. He's earned this living. Yeah. Who would play Clay Thompson in a biopic? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Fake Clay has no acting skills. He no, Fake Clay's body is no, not right. No, 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 no. He's got to be light-skinned. He's got to have great... Man, that's a great question. I don't know. It would probably be... <laughs> 
Who's a good athlete and actor in one? It's hard to, oh man, off the top of my head, I don't know. I like a lot of Terrence Howard films, Hustle and Flow, yeah, Four Brothers. Dope. He's Terrence a great Howard. crier, man. He's he like cry on the scene. <laughs> Who else can I think of who's kind of like my shade tone? Maybe Michael Ely? I, I, was, I was just about to say that, Michael Ely. That's yeah. the only person I could just think of. Just insert him as a splash bro. Yeah. Can, yeah. He's in a lot of great films. Eight inches shorter, about, but yeah. Ta, they think got like, stilts and stuff. Like, like a man. Dude who played Magic was like 5'11". Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was? Yeah, he's tiny. In the Showtime shit? Yeah. Did you like that? How did you like that? Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. I love John C. Riley. Like, we was talking yeah, about Steph, right? Yeah, Boats and hoes. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though. Boats and hoes. Oh. If you could see one guest on All the Smoke, who would it be? Man, if I could see one guest. Y'all had Crazy Bone on yet? Oh, nope. No, no bone bones. thugs. If you could get a bone thug on there, crazy, lazy, bitch, wish, flesh. Yeah. I don't think y'all, that was the first, that's why I shout out to my mom. In 1998, we had no business being there. Eight years old, Mikey's 10 years old, his friend Jack is 10. She took us to the Rose Garden to see Bone Thugs live. It was- <laughs> Changed your what? life. Changed what? my life. I want to leave earlier, what like, mom. love of money. That, yeah. Oh, wow. It was yeah, I was amazing. In, yeah, I was in, in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, we was in the mix. And we, it was great. She even got a picture of us in front of the Bone. It was amazing. That's dope. And then, yeah, bro. Well, Bone Thugs, if y'all watching, I'm pretty sure one of y'all watching Wish, Crazy, Lazy, one of y'all, we need to get y'all on the show. And Steph wants to be, in, or uh, Clay wants to be initiated as one of the Bones as well. Oh, yeah. man, they're both from Cle- they're all from Cleveland, Cleveland though. Yeah. It's like a... You'd be all right. Yeah, I'd be all right. Yeah. You know, a long time ago. Well, Clay, man, thank you for yeah. your time. We want to also give you your flowers, man. Like yeah. I said, when we were talking earlier this year on ESPN last year, you know, my favorite part of the season was just to see you back. And I just think your energy and your enthusiasm and the way you carry yourself, the game missed you. We're happy to see you back and, and back to yourself and being yeah. happy again, man. So I appreciate We that, appreciate you and your greatness. Thank you for welcoming us in your home. Thank you for having us family, bro. Come on. Without y'all, we would not be the one. You might be the reason I ride on the boat again, man. So we appreciate you, Clay. Of course. My boy. Thanks again, Clay Thompson, all the smoke. You can catch this on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. We'll see y'all next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.